Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode on a Saturday of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Michael Russin. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you listen to the Traits of Remarkable People podcast episode, rather, uh, that I had put out the other, I think it was yesterday. Really think that you could benefit from that if you have not listened to that one yet. Please go back and listen. Um, getting a lot of good feedback on that one. And, and, and at the end of the day, what I want to try to impart on everybody when I'm not fired up about political things or social things is a set of basic principles that you can apply to your everyday life regardless of where you are in your walk, right? It's, I, I try to reflect on and not reflect on too much because I think you could get nihilistic to a degree. But I try to reflect on my mortality um, relatively often. Um, I try to think about how short our time on this earth is. And we're going to something much, much better after this life, right? We're going to something much, much better, uh, assuming you're saved. Um, but time on earth here, man, life is hard. Life is brutal. Like it says in Job, one of my new favorite verses, Job 7.1, is that life, man's life upon earth is warfare. Um, here we go. People in the left lane doing the speed limit. What did we talk about with this? There's three lanes of traffic. Jeez, man, I can these people. Um, and you got somebody in the far left lane doing the damn speed limit. Um, just blow, it blows my mind how stupid people are. Just blows my mind. But anyways, all that aside. Speaking of mortality, can't stand people. Oh, you bimbo. Sorry, I had to do some weaving in and out of traffic there. Yeah, of course. This girl's got her bun up so high on her head. It's pulling her brain stem up through the top of her skull. You know what I mean? That's why she's going 60 miles an hour in the far left lane. Uh, anyways, so I think I've been reflecting on my mortality and just thinking about how short our time here on this earth is. What, in the word that keeps coming to my mind is legacy, legacy, legacy. You know, what do I want my legacy to be when I'm gone? What do I want my legacy legacy to be when I'm dead? And you, me, all of us listening, we're all going to die. Someday, you're going to draw your last breath. Your heart is going to beat its last beat. And your soul is going to go. You're going to be gone. You're going to be dead. Your moral body, everything's going to be over. And I just, I really try to focus on, more, more as I get older, I really try to focus on making other people's lives better. And, you know, I had one of my partners in the staffing company was talking about how we could, I don't know, I don't, I don't want to get too much into that, but... Um, I like to pay people more money than even they might, should get sometimes, you know what I mean? Like, we, we've spent a lot of money on staff, um, and I've always been, I just want to make people's lives easier, because life on earth is just so tough. Life on earth is just so tough, it's brutal, it's chaotic, it's unpredictable, 
and it's extremely unfair. I think one of the hardest things to get over for most people is that life is just inherently unfair, right? Things do not make sense. And if we understand that life is just unfair, and that's just the way that it is, you're able to spend less time thinking about how it's unfair. People hyper fixate on that. Life isn't fair. No kidding. It's never been fair for anybody. It's never, it wasn't fair for the dude that got mauled by a tiger in the woods, in the jungle. It wasn't fair for the peasants that got burned alive during a raid. It's not fair for the woman that loses her newborn baby. Life isn't fair. Get over it is what I want to say violently to people. I want to grab people by their ears and shake their stupid heads because people just fixate and focus on that. They fixate, hyper fixate, and they, it's like they try to force life to be fair. It's why you have all this DEI stuff and women are just really bad about this kind of stuff. Women have to try to like make everything fair, every even playing field. It's just, it's, life isn't fair. That's just the way that it goes. Life is pain. Life is suffering. The best thing that you can do, given this information, is you could be selfish, you could be cruel, you could be self-absorbed, or you can try to focus on making it a little less painful for everybody else. That's That, at the end of the day, has become my mission statement, my purpose, is that I'm here and I'm equipped with certain skills, attributes, and strengths that allow me to take, even if it's just a little bit of suffering off of somebody's plate, and oftentimes transfer it to myself. I will take that weight off of you and put it on me if it makes your life a little bit easier. That's what it means to be a husband and a father. By the way, for the men that are listening to me right now, what it means ultimately, at the very core, to be a husband, to be a father, I want you to listen to me, what it means is to ease, lessen the suffering of those you're responsible for because life is suffering. We just got done saying that, right? Life is suffering. Life is painful. So the way I look at it is how can I make my daughter's life a little less difficult? How can I make my wife's life a little less difficult? How can I insulate these two from the trials and tribulations of life? That's our calling. That's our purpose, man. That's our purpose. But so many men live. I, I, I think I, I sometimes I'm just being very upfront and honest with you guys. Very transparent. Sometimes I hate myself for the man that I was in my 20s. I was, escape, I was just wrapped up in escapism and self-loathing and self-pity and life is hard and I feel bad and I'm anxious and I'm depressed so you numb it with drugs and alcohol and all these other things and I just, I hate myself for that. I do. I really do. I look at myself in the mirror and I just want to smack the ever-loving shit out of myself. 
I don't live in a constant state of self-hatred. I just think about that and it, it makes me very angry and upset with myself. Those years, years spent feeling sorry for myself. Those years spent in my early 20s. You know, when I had this diagnosis and that diagnosis and I had a bunch of women in my ear telling me there was something wrong with me. All this other, I just hate it. Up until recently, I never, I never realized this, that that's just my job. My job is to suffer. Well, that doesn't seem fair. What did we say before? Life isn't fair, cupcake. Life isn't fair. I'm so tired of, I get these men that mess, and I can't be mad at you. Because I was the same way once. But I get these young men that message, and even men that aren't young, they're older than me, and they message me, and oh, I just can't catch a break, and life is this, and blah, blah, blah. That's, that's just the way it is, sunshine. It's just difficult. It just is. <laughs> and you can complain, and you can bitch, and you can moan, and you can feel sorry for yourself. Everybody wants to, all this whole, oh, men need to talk about their feelings. Men need to open up about their feelings. Oh, men's mental health. There's this whole new move. Men's mental health. Men's suicide. Men, shut the f up. How about that? You know why the men's suicide rate is so high? It's not because life is any more difficult for men than it was in the past. Life is easier for men now than it's ever been. But there's more self-pity and bullshit loathing than there's ever been. Focus on your feelings. Men should cry. I'm not saying you can't feel things. I'm not saying you can't cry. But this whole sit or this whole feminine sit around and think about your feelings and feel sorry for yourself and men's mental health awareness bullshit is sickening. And it's not helping anybody. You know what men need? Men need to get punched in the face. If you, if you started going to a mixed martial arts class and started getting the ever-loving shit kicked and choked out of you two or three times a week, all of your mental health problems would disappear. But you can't do that because you're a pussy. Surrounded by a bunch of pussies with legs, crying and whining. You gotta get, I'm not trying to be a I'm not trying to be mean, dude. I'm just, I'm telling y'all, some of y'all need to hear this. Some of y'all need to hear this. I'm tired of seeing all this mental health awareness bullshit, man. It's ridiculous. All these guys wearing these stupid, I saw him at the gym today. This dude wearing this shirt, my struggles or blah, blah, blah. You know how gay that is? You know how stupid and faggot that is? That's just the gayest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's so gay. I can't wrap around my head. Or wrap my head around how gay that is. My struggles don't define the... Yeah, your struggles do define you because you're a man and you're called to struggle. Man's life upon earth is war. Man's life upon... Part of being a man in a fallen world is toiling and suffering. Women got the pain of childbirth. Men got the pain of trying to grow food and feed and just... You know what I'm saying? Like, Adam had to go out and be a... You know, he had to hunt and fish and toil to make the earth grow food for him and his family. Like, that's what we're called to do. Men's Mental Health Awareness Month. I know men didn't start that. Women did. Women started Men's Mental Health Awareness. It's a psyop to get you to be a big sloppy bitch. 
Sorry I'm swearing at you. It's just I can't stand to see this stuff anymore. I'm tired of it. And I fell for it too. Counseling, mentoring, blah, blah, blah. Oh, my, this makes me sick to my stomach. You know, we had a kid the other day. I'm not going to say where it was or how it was or anything. I don't, I don't know. Maybe he'll listen to this someday. But we had this young man the other day. He was uh, in a group chat with a bunch of other men. And he was talking about how he's lonely and addicted to porn. And he's afraid to go out and have conversations with strangers. And I just wanted to drive to his house and beat him up. Like physically assault him. Because <laughs> it's just... It's just, it's so, men have been lulled into this soft little world where it's just feelings, feelings, feelings. You are, as a man, called to suffer and toil. And the more you try to avoid it, and the more you try to run from it, and the more you try to escape it, the worse life is going to be for you. So... Sorry for the harsh episode, but I just, somebody needed to hear this today. Somebody needed to hear this. I don't feel sorry for you. Your parents don't feel sorry for you. Your girlfriend doesn't feel sorry for you. Your ex-girlfriend does. Nobody's ever going to feel sorry for you because you're a man. And that's just the way that it is. Suck it up. Go lift some weights. Go get punched in the face. Jump in some cold water. Beat yourself up. Do something to pull your head out of your ass. But I don't want to hear nobody coming to me with these soft-ass problems anymore. It's ridiculous. Get, get over it. Why, boo-hoo. You, you, you wanna, I'll, I'll compare my problems. I'll compare one week of my problems to six months of yours. You don't see me out here crying, talking about how, oh, dude, I need somebody to talk to. <laughs> it's gay. Knock it off. All right. <laughs> Believe it or not, I love you. Goodbye.